the gloves are off, weird shit's happening, magic, witchcraft, murder, it's all going down. Hello everybody and welcome back to Witch Fix. Today I'm going to be talking about a film which I actually watched by chance yesterday uh, because me and my mum were trying to find something to watch on Netflix. Uh, and I had previously googled this one but hadn't been convinced that it's witchy content and so I'd passed it up for review. Uh, but when we actually sat down to watch it there was quite a lot that I thought was um, of interest to regular viewers of the podcast uh, and are definitely of interest to me so uh, I'm going to be talking about it now. So The Black Death is described as an action horror film. Uh, it came out in 2010 and uh, is German-British, whatever that means. I'm assuming it's because it has a lot of British actors in it, but I think was filmed in Germany. It was directed by a guy called Christopher Smith, who apparently also made large changes to the script, which was written by Dario Poloni. Um, so I guess he's sort of an uncredited writer. And uh, it also stars a, a lot of quite well-known actors. Uh, top amongst those are Sean Bean and Eddie Redmayne, who have like the main roles. But also a lot of other actors and actresses that you would notice from a lot of other things, like Kimberly Nixon has been in a lot of films and uh, British TV series as well. And Carice Van Outen uh, is sort of the principal antagonist, I guess you could call her, of the film. Uh, she's also been in quite a lot of films, so a pretty good cast. And the film takes place, obviously, uh, around the time of the Black Death in the 1300s, and it's sort of the plague is one of the features of the film. And now, because I was just watching this for funsies, I wasn't really taking any detailed notes, so this episode's going to be a little bit different. Uh, but I am going to trigger warn for gore. Uh, but that is about it. I don't think there's anything else in there that I need to warn for. And my plot summary might not be as detailed as usual, but I do have the Wikipedia page to guide and inform me. So right off the bat, in the, uh, the opening of the film, we're introduced to our main character, Osmond, who is a young monk and is played by Eddie Redmayne. He actually is having an ongoing affair slash relationship with a girl in the village played by Kimberly Nixon and um, her name is Avril and he goes to her following deaths from the plague within the monastery itself to warn her that she needs to leave the village because obviously no one is safe now and he wants her to go away and, and be safe elsewhere she obviously challenges this and wants her him to go with her but he obviously can't leave the monastery he doesn't want to renounce his faith his whole reason for being as monk and he just tells her to go to the nearby woods where she'll be safe and um go and live there but she does say that she'll be waiting for him for the next week every uh, sunrise near uh, a cross statue that's in the woods uh, so that if he changes his mind he can come and see her so obviously he, he's really conflicted and uh, hands off to both of them because their acting is just amazing in the opening of the film uh, Osmond is very conflicted about this he asks for a sign from God and shortly thereafter a pack of heavily armed mercenary types arrive at the monastery looking for a guide to get them through the nearby swamp to a village uh, which they're looking to investigate because this village does not have the plague and Sean Bean is the leader of this ragtag group of people and is very keen to stress that the reason this village is not affected by the plague is through devilish means and he mentions witchcraft. Uh, Sean Bean's character is called Ulrich uh, and he seems to be 
not a Templar, but basically a Templar in everything but name. He's basically a warrior for God. And uh, in the end, Osmond is the one to volunteer to take them through the marsh because he lived around there before he became a monk. And also because he wants to leave the monastery uh, and obviously see Avril again. It's unclear as to whether he is going to be with her, that he's taking this as a sign that he needs to leave the monastery, or if he's just taking the opportunity to go and see her. On the journey, the group of mercenaries led by Ulrich get talking a little bit and reveal to Osmond that they're actually in pursuit of a necromancer, someone who has the ability to raise the dead, and that this person is obviously in league with Satan, and they are protecting the village from the plague. Osmond is very sceptical about this, about the existence of necromancers, and Ulrich says that he's had such a sheltered life in the monastery. So right away we see the differences between obviously this pure monastic religious life and also this life of hardship where Ulrich has been out in the world, he's had losses, he's seen things that maybe Osmond hasn't, uh, and these have led him to believe in the existence of necromancers and witches and all the rest of it. They travel together for a while. Uh, one of the group is discovered to have the plague and is mercifully executed by his fellows um so the the stark reality of the plague and it's all horrible buboes and things is, is very clearly outlined at this point uh, and we know that this group is not untouched by it so um obviously that lends stakes to what's occurring they also get set upon in the forest by a gang of thieves which leads to the death of another one of the party uh, and the theft of their horses so they're obviously again put under stress the the tension is amping up quite nicely at this point to be honest and i will mention here that i actually really love the setting costumes everything it does seem very low budget and kind of reminded me of the cleansing not only because of the plague subject matter but also because of just the way it was filmed and, and the kind of low budget uh, sets that they were in but it carries it off just as well as the cleansing did if not better so i really liked that they then arrive at the village which has definite summer's isle wicker man vibes because everything there is like super clean and bright and not as muck filled and disgusting as the other environments we've seen everyone has very kind of pale skin as opposed to the the people that we've seen so far who are obviously um very sun tanned and have worked outside these people seem kind of from this utopian society where they don't seem to struggle or be cut down by illness. So there's some nice juxtaposition there, which isn't immediately obvious, but does add to the sense of difference between the people who live in this village and uh, Ulrich and his team. Now, at this point, Osmond has gotten away from the group slightly before the thieves attacked and found by the cross where he was meant to meet Avril, her bloodstained clothing and also her horse wandering untethered. So obviously something terrible has happened to her and he assumes that she is dead. So he's quite grief stricken and down when they arrive at the village, understandably. And the rest of the party are also quite down because they haven't got any of their supplies anymore. Their horses have run off. And so consequently, when they get to the village, they introduce themselves as people who are in need of shelter, who have come a long way and who have been set upon by thieves and they are taken in with open arms uh, by the guy who seems to speak uh, for most of the populace whose name is Hob. During their time like quite early on in the village they discover quite a few things for instance Osmond is taken um, to one side by a lady called Langiva who seems to be some sort of healer because she, she does herbal medicine and also helps to fix one of his wounds. Um, she is 
very striking. She has very, very long blonde hair and wears a red dress and gives me great witchy vibes. She's basically the entire reason that I'm reviewing the film for the podcast, to be honest, because she is witch goals as far as I'm concerned, uh, at least in this moment, because she just seems so calm and cool and stately which is very at odds with everything else that we've seen so far. The group discover that there is a church near the village which has been abandoned. It's full of leaves and cobwebs. The cross that has been woven out of branches has fallen off the altar and not been replaced. No one has worshipped there for some time, so this instantly sets off alarm bells for the group. But it's unclear as to whether they are just not worshipping or if they are... Um, involved in evil and Osmond seems to be on the fence about this whereas Ulrich is completely convinced that these people are I guess devil worshippers or something. Ulrich's suspicions are seemingly confirmed when he sees a woman wearing a medallion which is only given to people on the bishop's official business and which he himself wears uh, suggesting that this village was responsible for the disappearance of the party sent to investigate it before they were so again kind of wicker manny vibes this kind of idea of law enforcement involvement just not going well in this village so that's pretty cool while the rest of the guys have dinner with the group of the village in sort of I guess the town meeting place uh, Langover takes Osmond aside and says she wants to show him something and she takes him out into the woods and through the bushes he sees her seemingly reviving um, Avril who obviously they found in the forest and she kind of comes out of this light covering of earth and is clearly alive again which freaks Osmond the hell out and he goes pelting off into the woods whereupon he comes upon the crucified bodies of the party of bishop's men who was sent before Ulrich so the gloves are off which it's happening magic witchcraft murder it's all going down unfortunately at this time it is revealed that all the other men who were having dinner with everyone else have been drugged uh, because the, the village and it was not taken in by their act for a moment which is fair because when they came in and were like we need shelter they were dressed in full armor and had their swords out so it's safe to say your intentions are not pure at that point uh, when they wake up, they have been tied up and put in this water-filled pit where they're all shivering and held in by like wooden bars. And this is when uh, Langever comes out to hold court. She's very much in control of the situation. She again has this kind of stately vibe, um, which is very different to the only other woman we've really seen in the film, Avril being kind of on the mercy of the men in her life, telling her where she needs to go. And she offers them a choice she says that christianity is the cause of the plague that it is a christian disease sent by their god uh, and that it hasn't affected them there because they have let christian blood into the swamp to appease uh, god and that's why they are unaffected she says that if they renounce their faith they can stay alive and live in the village but if they are committed to being christians and refuse to announce god um, she will have them crucified as she did the previous group. At this point in the movie, although the, the, the decision that they're being sounds, the, the decision they're being given kind of sounds like an easy one, it's really obvious and you're really made to feel like it is a decision between death and death eternal because 
the seriousness with which Ulrich and the others take their faith is acted really well. Um, they keep shouting to each other not to give up, to remain strong, to not renounce God and to be safe. Uh, on the flip side of that, you can kind of understand where Langevin is coming from, because on their way to the village, they came across a sort of pack of hysterical villagers who were trying to burn uh, a woman from their community on suspicion of being a witch. And just generally, like, you can see the brutality of, of that Christian dogma, especially in Ulrich, who just wants to, you know, kill everybody who doesn't believe in the God that he does. So it's not one of those situations where either side is really in the right. Both are kind of equally wrong. But the juxtaposition between the two is quite interesting and very different to a lot of the other films that I've looked at where it's just like Christians good, Satan worshippers bad. So um, I give it props for that. And it was quite an interesting concept to, to see play out in these final scenes of the film. Now, one guy in the group refuses to renounce God, so they take him away, crucify and disembowel him. This scares a kind of shifty guy in the group who I never really liked from the start because he kind of had a late 2000s emo haircut, which I was not on board with. He then renounces God and they take him out of the cage. He says some vows to say that he, he renounces God and Christ and the Holy Spirit, and then they take him away. But then they hang him in the woods. So I was kind of confused at this point as to what the goal of the community was. I never really got a satisfactory answer to this, but I think maybe it was because they could tell that he wasn't being genuine, that he was kind of a snake. And I'm only saying that because he had such a, a weird evil guy haircut. But um, they then offer Osmond the chance to renounce God. And Langover says it's because she likes him, because they've had quite a few semi-interesting discussions about religion at this point and I think she can tell that unlike Ulrich and the other guys he didn't come there with violence in mind he didn't come there to kill people he came with them for his own reasons obviously but also was willing to give them the benefit of the doubt in in several of the earlier scenes so it seems like this opportunity he's being given is genuine and Langeva says if you go into that hut just up the hill the woman you love will be in there and you can see her and now you can stay here and be with her you just have to renounce god unfortunately when he gets into the hut it kind of looks like um avril has become kind of a zombie she's staggering around she she's throwing up she picks up a knife and kind of hits at the table with it like she's sort of not all there and is just kind of aping human behavior it's it's a very strange scene at that point, Osmond kind of realises that this is not right. Something about Avril is is wrong and he thinks that she is suffering and in pain. So with that in mind, he lays her down and kills her because she is in such suffering and he wants her to go to God. He then emerges from the hut, carrying her body, lays her down and says that she has gone to God and so will he because he isn't renouncing his faith. This seems to really upset Langeva. She gives a speech about how he is so brutal and clearly Christian because he killed the woman he loves. And then basically it all kicks off because he uses the knife that he grabbed inside the hut to jump up and cut her face. He is then quickly subdued with a lot of kicking. And then they take Sean Bean, aka Ulrich, out of the cage to quarter him with horses, which seems drastic so he's tied to one lot of horses on one side one lot of horses on the other side 
and then they give him the opportunity to renounce while getting the horses to pull a little further each time, sort of torturing him into it. Meanwhile, the knife that Osmond attacked Langever with has ended up on the ground near the cage, and the other guys have got hold of it and are slowly freeing themselves. Just before Ulrich is sadly ripped apart by horses, it is revealed when his shirt is, is torn open that he has uh, buboes under his armpits. So he has the plague. Um, is obviously contagious. They have brought the plague to this town. This revelation shocks the entire village, who are obviously completely unprepared for this eventuality. And then in the general skirmish and Sean Bean being ripped in half, because he has to die in every film, that's just how it works, the guys in the cage free themselves and begin to fight back against the villagers. In the ensuing scuffle, all of the men except one dies and he puts Hob, who is basically Langever's second in command, into this Iron Maiden-like contraption that they brought with them in order to transport the necromancer back to the bishop when he was discovered. So Hob's now been captured. And I think in a, a quite a telling moment, the guy asked him why he followed her, why he believed in Langever. And Hobbes says, because she was beautiful and she was real. And I think that is a very interesting concept because that's kind of the difference between this kind of earth based pagan type belief system they have and, and the Christian belief system in that pagan involvement with the earth and things because you're worshipping something like the earth it's visible it's real and concrete and it's there whereas christianity is a lot about things that you can't see and that you can't directly experience for yourself like heaven and hell and salvation and god which i thought was quite interesting and also kind of telling as well because this idea of langover being a witch is about to be severely challenged in kind of a twist ending now, it's a twist ending that I sort of saw coming from the, the resurrection scene, but it was still quite cool to have it actually brought to fruition on screen, so I wasn't mad about it. But basically, Langover runs off and Osmond pursues her into the swamp, and while he's chasing her, she reveals, sort of taunting him, that Avril was never really dead, that she was unconscious from the attack when she was found by the villagers, and that she then drugged Avril to facilitate this whole like bogus resurrection because she wants the village to continue to believe in her she had also revealed earlier in the film that her husband had died and in fact was killed by christians so i'm guessing that if that was true then she kind of set herself up in this place as a kind of priestess slash village witch as a way to protect herself in a world which doesn't really value um unattached women that much uh, and also to kind of renounce the Christianity that had led to her husband's death. So I definitely understood what she had done. That doesn't mean I agree with it, but, you know, it was it was nice to have a villain that you kind of understood why they had done what they had done. And if you were to look at it a different way, it wasn't really the villain at all, because if these two groups of people had never come to interact, no one would have died and everything would have continued to be fine. Unfortunately, Osmond, aware that he has just murdered the woman he loves, believing her to be some sort of reanimated corpse, breaks down in the swamp and just appears to just give up entirely. He's not having a good week. Uh, Eddie Redmayne is just mwah. He's spot on in this film. His performance is literally everything that I loved. He really brought the character of Osmond to life and was just a joy to watch being slowly crushed by events. So that's very sad. Osmond is 
then sort of left in the swamp and Langevet escapes. We see the remaining member of Ulrich's band uh, deliver Hob with Osmond on a cart. So he's now back at the monastery. And then we get a little bit of voiceover from this guy saying that in the following years, um, the village became affected by the plague because it was just their isolation in the marsh that had kept them safe and that had been broken when Ulrich and his group went there obviously I mean spattering the remains of Sean Bean all over them probably didn't help any so you know 2020 vision and then he also talks about what has happened to Osmond and basically Osmond has grown his hair out left the monastery and become basically a new Ulrich riding from town to town uh, dressed very similarly finding witches and having them tortured and we see him finding Langeva uh, taking her away and having her tortured but she will not confess to being a witch and then we see in a subsequent scene him finding another girl who is uh, out at work with the village and yet when he looks at her he sees the face of Langeva so he's seeing Langeva's guilt in these completely innocent girls and that is where the film comes to an end. Now I found this film really interesting because Although it was kind of similar to other films in terms of like the cleansing and the Wicker Man and various things like that, it wasn't kind of as binary as quite of a lot of the other films that I watch, where it's just like the witches are evil and the Christian people are good, uh, like in Little Witches, which I also looked at and God willing will somehow erase from my mind at some point. But it kind of asked that question of like who is really in the wrong here and basically everyone is in the wrong except I guess Avril and maybe Osmond as well because he doesn't set out to hurt anyone. He doesn't come to the village to kill people, to fulfil some preconceived notion that there is a witch there. He just goes with them because he's acting as their guide and he's interested in, in what they find there when they find it. Basically, Ulrich and his band are an extreme form of this evangelical Christianity. If you don't do it our way, you're doing it wrong and therefore we must kill you kind of force. Whereas Langeva and her people, or to take them separately, Langeva is exploiting people. She's using this myth to create belief. But at the same time, that's sort of what the church is doing. If you take the view that none of the religions are real, but she is also helping them and she's not necessarily causing harm to anyone unless they intrude in that space that is theirs. The villagers are being kind of taken for a ride and they are putting their faith in her as some sort of like queen, witch, prophetess, herbalist type deal. But I think Hobbes' words are quite important because she is real. She is there providing herbal healing. She is there telling them what to do with outsiders, which, yes, is brutal and horrible, but is also sort of what's keeping them safe from the plague. So there's a lot of angles from which you can look at this. And that's why I kind of enjoyed it as a film, because it wasn't so cut and dried. Also, because, as I said, Langeva was a great witch. And even though she didn't have the magic powers to raise people from the dead she was basically still what makes a witch today in that she worshipped differently she utilized herbs and, and wasn't following christianity so there's a lot of very interesting aspects to the film it is on netflix so if you have netflix you can watch it for free and i do suggest that you do because it is a very good film in terms of the acting the storytelling the setting and also in terms of the issues raised in it and how they are dealt with. It's quite thought provoking and very enjoyable as well.
I hope you've enjoyed this review. Please let me know if you do end up watching uh, Black Death and if you enjoyed it as much as I did or if you took issue with it. What were your thoughts? You can get in touch on Twitter or by email as in the description box. And in the meantime, I will see you in the next episode. Bye.